So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Welcome, everybody, to this Valentine's Day edition of Everyday Connection. It is actually Valentine's Day as we record and transmit. Anyway, I'm Rick O'Shields, and uh, way up there in Canada is Jane Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jane? I'm fantastic, Rick. How are you? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Hope you had a good Valentine's Day. I had a wonderful Valentine's Day. I have a little Valentine's story, actually. Oh, okay. Um, all my life that I can remember, my dad, well, my stepdad, um, he made sure that on Valentine's Day he got one long-stemmed red rose for me and one for my mom. And it didn't matter where he was. And there was a lot of times that he wasn't able to be home with us on Valentine's Day, but he always made sure that those roses were delivered regardless of where he went. Um, after he passed away, of course, the roses stopped, and that was about seven years ago. Now, I have told that story to, I don't know, how many friends and how many, well, a couple boyfriends over the years since my since my dad passed away, and it's not until I was with the man that I'm with now that somebody actually picked up on that story, and this year is my second year of getting my long-stemmed red rose again on Valentine's Day my valentine's day story so i know i'm with the right guy yay yeah yeah Yeah. because i didn't tell him in to say you know i want the rose but i was just telling him the story and then like six months later it was valentine's day and sure enough a red rose showed up at my house i hope all the guys in the audience are taking notes She's (laughs) she's handing out trade secrets from the other side so be sure and put that in your playbook I am. You know what? Pretend you're not listening, but make sure you're listening because when when it really counts and you listened, that's that's when it matters. Particularly when yeah. at the time she was telling the story, she was thinking, he's not even paying attention. I'm not getting through to this guy. He totally wasn't paying attention. I remember actually when I told him the story, we were playing the game Risk. And anybody who knows us knows that when we're playing the game Risk, it's like daggers. Um you know, we might as well actually be fighting over real countries because there's bloodshed going on in the house. And so, you know, I really didn't think he would be ta- paying attention to a story like that, but he was. Excellent job. Yeah. Way to go, Pascal. Yeah, he's an awesome demon, I tell you. <laughs> a demon named Pascal. Y'all can go um, ponder that, that get back to us. Um, Google. Mm. Google, and then and when you're you done know, with that, that's it's his first second name. Book. And then we'll do this, you know, last name, some other show. You have to put the whole. It's actually, Barbas to help you guys out. So yes, 
B A B A R B A S. We don't do Google that. Google that. You in have to. and get back to me. Yeah, um, check it out. Uh, it's really his name, I swear. <clears throat> <laughs> Can't I make can that stuff up. Absolutely. So shout outs, I guess, after that um, lovely romantic Valentine's Day story. Yes. Uh, shout outs to our fam in the chat room and our fam and friends who are listening. Uh, of course, the inner child family who always has our back and oh, wow. is close to our hearts. Uh, happy Valentine's Day to you guys for, you know, being that that shining beacon of love out there in the world. Um I take my so, take my eyes off the chat room for even just a moment. I know it's just appear. Went all crazy, right? Yeah, I like it. <laughs> um, but they are—they're a great group of folks. I feel certain they'll treat you like family. Uh, in some yeah. cases, they may treat you better than your family did. Uh, don't want to get in there too far. But uh, well, they're on Valentine's Day. Yes, right? no, good folks, good folks. I, I'll well, put it this way: fun. I have seen them love everybody that has come through the door of their various virtual spaces and uh uh and we have in just a couple of weeks now the uh inner child magazine mm-hmm. first uh regular issue we've had a premiere issue i suppose but, we have had a premiere issue um uh, but we've our first regular issue is coming out in march means i have to write an article oh wow <gasps> you haven't written your article yet dude you're late i know i'm late it's the 14th i know <gasps> and janet wow. we're both in the chat room they're both going to be you know, beating up on me later. But mm-hmm. Janet, you have my permission to kick his butt. I'm not I'm just, you know, tech guy. I I know lots of tech guy things to write. I just don't know how to start the tech guy thing. So I, <laughs> I uh, yeah. uh, maybe it'll just be one line, you know, hey, send questions and then uh, quick <laughs> and, uh, you know. Our first edition, send questions. We'll answer later. Tee-hee-hee. Yeah. That, that's an, that's good a, work. Good oh, work. Yeah. Good work. Great job. An interactive. Concise. Hey, there's an interactive question answer section in an online magazine that could actually function. Okay. Janet, Bill, are you guys taking notes? <laughs> I know you're listening. Yeah, they're taking. Yeah, notes. they're rolling over backwards, laughing is what they're doing. Absolutely. Um, so shall we get on with the show then? Because we we have a guest who we have a guest. Maybe Passed our our guest listenership test for patients. Yes, yes, indeed. We have with us tonight a oh gosh, it's a long list: poet, novelist, comedian, uh, doer of good things, Mr. Justin Blackburn. Justin, welcome. How are you? I am. I'm, I'm well. How are you? How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Wonderful. Great. That's even better than I am. Wonderful and fantastic or better than well. So, wow, I need some catching up to do. (laughs) Run fast. (laughs) I think I'm going to skip. Okay. That works. So I'm going to ask you our atypical um, first question, and then we'll go from there, if that's cool with you. Yeah, that's great. All right. Who the hell are you, and what do you do? Um, well, uh, my name is, uh, Justin Blackburn, and, uh, that depends on what I'm doing, I guess. That's actually an excellent answer. Um, 
people always give us, you know, I'm so-and-so, I was born so-and-so, blah, 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 blah. You know, what do you do? Well, it depends on what I'm doing. <laughs> I, whatever I'm doing, I'm really good at it, right? Uh, sometimes. Uh, some certain things. <laughs> you know, if you uh, believe in the good and bad or, uh, you know, those things can get kind of tricky. I don't like to, uh, <clears throat> you know, pass four or five days I've kind of had like a, a day of being outside the illusion of good and bad and those days were really appreciative and then maybe a couple of days of inside the good and bad and those days were kind of like good and bad so uh, try not to uh, get too caught up in the good and bad try not to hang out there too much I, yeah. I have to go there to visit some of my friends but you know yeah 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 the, uh, yeah me time's, too. That's the, time's running out for them, at least as far as me coming to visit, that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, yeah. So, Janie, stumped you on the question. Not really. Not really? Liked no. it? Yeah, okay. absolutely. So, there's, um... I mean, there's there's a million ways I can go with that. Because... Um, Really, I mean, what's he doing right now would be my first question then. You know, it depends on what you're doing. Okay, well, what are you doing right now? Talking to you guys on the phone. All right, uh, what do you want to talk about? On blog talk radio. Um, uh, I'll talk about anything. Uh, whatever you got, whatever you feel. You know, <laughs> we can talk about Valentine's Day. Uh, we can talk we about uh, the Detroit Pistons. We can talk about uh, Kid Rock and all his glory. Um, hey, there you go. All right, uh, so let's go. let's talk yes. about our holiday since we're having a all holiday. Right. Or, I don't know if it's really defined as a holiday, but yeah, what does this whole Valentine's Day mean to you? I mean, um, it it rarely means anything to me, honestly. Uh, I don't really. Um, I'm glad that it exists for people to. I don't. I don't know. I, holidays don't really. Uh, I don't really feel any different on holidays. I don't think. Like I had a girlfriend last year, and she was in Charleston. And I didn't come visit her on uh, Valentine's Day for some reason. I don't know why. Ooh. And I got some friend to bring her some flowers. And uh-huh. uh, I think I did that the year before. The year before, I actually had somebody order. I think I was doing a little, doing more well in the money uh, situation because I had, I had a, somebody deliver flowers to her door, which was about fifty bucks, and then having the friend do it was just like five bucks, you know. <laughs> so um, that was much that better was, deal. Yeah, but it, it was much nicer. I don't know if she even, I don't know if she really, uh, I don't know if she felt a difference between the two flowers. But those are the that's the. That's the last two Valentine days I can remember. I remember writing a poem once, like about ten years ago, about how Valentine's Day is some kind of uh, you know melodramatic poem. I don't remember. I remember that, but yeah, it doesn't really mean anything to me. Uh, right now, at this point in time, it doesn't mean anything to me. So, setting off one day a year to express love is just not ringing with you. Huh? Well, I mean, I try to express love every day in the best way I can all the time. So, uh, 
you know, have one day to sort of do that is awesome, but I would like to be able to do that every day. So, like, uh, you know, like uh, expressing love is, is something that's, like, really on my heart and really makes me feel good. It's something that I really want to do because it's great and it's wonderful and it feels good. It feels good to express love, to feel good, to say, hey, I love you and mean it and feel it and, and, and act in that way. is really fun. It's a great way to be. So, like, I, I would like to be that way all the time. So Valentine's Day is cool, but, uh, you know, I wish, you know, maybe maybe if every day was, like, love day, uh, you know, maybe we would feel better as a... Uh, population, uh, human race, or whatever you want to call us. Uh, I think so. Yeah. But, you know, one day is good, I guess. One day is better than no day, so, you know, people are <laughs> feeling yeah, good about no. themselves. And, but I think I think all those days kind of feel like the, I think you, you have, like, the both sides for people, like you have the people that have the relationship in there, you know. Well, you have the bros, probably, some of the bros, this is just all from my limited perspective, and I'm not saying any of it is, is real, but it could be. Maybe you have the bros who are like, you know, like the woman's like, baby, take me out for how many days? It's like, oh, man, you know, whatever, you know. <laughs> oh, man, but the big game's on, you know, and he, he has to do that. So he's, but then maybe by the end of the night, he feels very loving towards her, and they make sweet love, and that's awesome. But then you have, you know, maybe the people that really enjoy the Valentine's Day, and it's a great day, and that's great. And then there's maybe the people that, like, you know, it brings, like, you know, maybe, like, um, some girl I went to high school with is out there in the world, and she's like, doesn't have a a lover, and she's just sad. You know, she's just sitting around, like, oh, God, uh, I'm, I'm, 20, I'm 28 years old, and I'm not married. I uh, don't even have a Valentine's Day Lucky lover. Bitch. Maybe she's really sad. <laughs> well, so... Brings out all sides of the spectrums of everyone. It does I? I really enjoy the day after Valentine's Day. Um, the chocolate goes on sale. Oh wow! That's, <laughs> that's a great day. It is a good I wrote, day. I wrote a poem once about the day after Valentine's Day, and it was oh? really, yeah, it's called the day after Valentine's Day. They're doing that poet thing over there, writing poems about everything. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed poets do that. Is that why we yeah. call them poets? You think? I think so. Oh wow! It's it, it's really interesting to think in terms of um, of percentages. I mean, if you want to break it down into numbers, <laughs> how many people are single on Valentine's Day, and how many people are actually in a positive, communicative, romantic relationship on Valentine's Day? I don't wow. know. And how many people are in a Negative, non-communicative relationship on Valentine's Day. Or just not in a romantic relationship. I mean, there's lots of people who aren't in romantic relationships and quite content and happy. And kudos to them. Yay. Yeah. For being happy in your own space, because how cool is that? Um, but it's just, it's it's so, I don't know, it's it's kind of odd, this whole materialistic sensation that we have going on in the marketing and promotions industry with regards to heart day i'm kind of fascinated by the whole thing um i i gotta give props though i didn't see a lot of valentine's day advertising this year so of course it helps it would no longer watch television that, that, that's a big oh help. yeah there's and, that uh, right? 
But even on the Internet, I did notice in the past week we must have had five articles about how the United States Postal Service is suffering because we're not mailing anything. Um, so I'm sure that that was a roundabout way of saying, hurry up and go get a card, mail it to somebody. Just please, we need your help. We're going hungry. <clears throat> uh, well, times they are a-changing. Oh, yeah. So tell us, my friend, over there and wherever you are, um, do you have any Valentine's Day jokes? Just because I like a good giggle at the beginning of the show. I have a Valentine's Day poem that I can read. All right, let's go with that. It's called The Day After Valentine's Day. Uh, The Day After Valentine's Day. My asshole is dirty. My soul is crying. My fear is burning down the garden. I am incapable of being loved. I don't know why. I am lying. That's it. Wow. Well, there went our um, rating right out the window. We're no longer PG. <laughs> of course we are. Of course we are. How is it? Was that? I'm teasing you. We're pretty. Okay. We're pretty gritty. PG. Oh, Rick, shush. Let me. Let me oh, oh okay. pretty gritty. Yeah. I could change it to. I could change it to butthole, and then it would be. And then it would be still be PG. No, certainly don't. I just like playing with your head for a little while. Um, okay. Rick ruined it. Actually, he didn't. I just went I, with being pretty gritty. I, I, I won't. I won't say another word. The rest of the show. Yes, silence. That's it. No more speaking for you. We, we can tell this is a show about love. Just now, actually, listening along. <laughs> okay, so you are twenty-eight. Yes. I'm guessing ish. Um, friend in high school, 28 years old, just taking a swing at that. <laughs> so you're 28 years old, and you have published one book yeah. on poetry, two book on poetry, three book. What are we talking uh, about here? Three I'm poetry a- books and a uh, novel. Dude, you're like 28 years old. I thought I was doing good at three novels at the age of friggin' 35. What the hell are you doing publishing three, four books at the age of 28? Who does that? I honestly feel sort of... Uh, I mean, I have like, a, um, I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. I have like a, other, a lot of other stuff I would like to get published, or a lot of stuff that's ready to be published. I have like ten poetry books that are ready to be published, and then like another novel, and then like a self-help novel. And that's, it's hard. It's, a, it's very easy for me to write, but it's very uh, hard for me to sit down. No, I'm not saying that anymore because I'm, I'm choosing my words. In the past, it's been sort of more difficult to do the business side, and now I'm switching into. Uh, I'm gonna go buy a suit in the morning and I'm gonna become a businessman. So Really? Yeah. Okay, do you wanna take care of my business too? Because I'm totally in the same boat. I get what you're saying. I could write yeah. all day and never worry about selling or promoting anything. In fact, if you could just leave me alone with my candles, my incense and my pen and my paper, then I could I could bang out a book a month. Yeah, I I, I feel the same way. So I, I'm realizing that I need to change that just for my own well-being. Um, so, because you know that's you know, but uh, but yeah, uh, writing is um, pretty fun. I like to do that. So I how many? That was, what's that? How many people have come up to you and say, "How do you do that?" How do I'm I do sure. what? How do you write? Um, it, I, I don't know the number, but I mean, people have said that to me in the past. I I can remember. They like shows and stuff and other places. 
Well, how do you? Uh, and I guess I, it's very simple. It's it's very like uh, it's like uh, you can talk, you can write. It's like very similar things. See, that's what I tell people too, and they just don't seem to. They can't latch onto that. Cause people ask me all the time, "How do you? How do you? How do I write a novel?" I say, "Well, write the way you talk." That just makes that's sense to me. That's yeah. logical, right? Yeah. But they're like, "Well, I can't do that," and I can't fathom not doing that. Well, but <laughs> well, see, that's because, the whole like, writer it's, it's versus. It's like the brain in your head. It's like that that nice little uh, self critic. It's like it's kind of like like the other day I was uh, I was driving uh, home. I uh, was visiting my grandma, this was yesterday, and my friend that was with me was sitting there talking about, like, uh, you know, she she believes in God, and she loves God or whatever, but she's never felt God or seen God or experienced God. And I was like, well, you are God, and she this is, that's my perception. And she's like, oh, what are you talking about? I was like, well, it, that's kind of like what we do. I felt, I, I referred it back to, like, uh, in high school when you, when you, uh, when the teacher explains uh, poetry, or like a, a poem. At least in my, te- this is just my perception. Maybe other teachers were much more in tune or something. But they would, they would be like, this poem is this, but written by Robert Hedrick, and it's about this. And they would, and, and this means this. And they would explain it like in this, like very, like, wow, or like it was like some kind of, it was something hard to do or something like it was, they, like it was a separation between you and this person. Kind of like we make a separation between us and God, but there is no separation. It's like writing poetry is very simple, and everybody can do it. And everybody can be amazing at it. It's just that, like, I think that we have taught ourselves to have some sort of separate, like, separation. Like, whoa, that person, I can't do what that person does, but you easily can. It's so simple. It's like the easiest thing in the world. So, like, when you cut off the separation, you realize, like, uh. It, it, like the self-critic would be like, ah, oh, no, that's not a poem. You can't, you can't just say, uh, there I go walking down the street, flowers blossom, bloom in in me, I am divine. Uh, no, that's, that's not a poem. poem. <laughs> they would, you know, they would say that, and then, uh, uh, okay, no, that's not any good. But then if you just like wrote that and you're like, <clears throat> this is good, and then you went somewhere and you're like, hey, I wrote this really good poem, read it. The person would be like, huh, that is pretty good. They would give it back to you. Like, because people, it's very, you know, people aren't really, they don't really have their own opinions a lot of times. They don't really know, you know. <clears throat> it's like every, it's like, the the whole good and bad is just so, like, uh, a lot of it is how confident you are, you know. It's so, it's so hilarious, you know, that the, we've made up all this stuff up to be like, whoa, and ah. But it's all, like, very simple and and easy to do once you, like, realize that, it's simple and easy to do. It's like your natural. It's like uh, Eckhart Tolle is talking about how like enlightenment is like we act like it's this epic thing to 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 uh, be, become, but it's very the most natural state of that we are. Yeah, there surely yeah, should be really, big trumpets. You know, and... It really just means lighten the hell up, but that's beside the point. Well, that's the to me the secret oh the secret to writing poetry because I know when I was young and was being all noted up or as they call it in this country education educated um, when all I was getting all, up that's awesome yeah when I was getting all noted up um, we started you know in English class one day you know okay we're going to talk about poetry now 
First, we want to talk about rhyme, meter, and uh, something. I have no idea. They lost me right there. That was it, out the window. Yeah. And, uh, you know, off for another daydream. And um, I don't know if they'd have just said, you know, it's, it's, it's expressing emotion in short, concise lines. Exactly. I would have been like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I can do that. Oh, yeah, that's easy. Okay. Uh, how am I feeling right now? I'm bored. I am bored in class. There's my poem. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I'm pretty uh, fast. Yeah. My teacher's such a... But... Um, <clears throat> yeah, pretty gritty. Um, but I, I've kind of noticed as I've gotten old and decrepit that they really screwed me up back with that education thing. Uh yeah, they definitely do. I mean, they definitely they definitely um, brainwash you. Well, and they know how to make the simplest things the most complicated things on earth. And so I've been doing yeah, that ever since making complicated. Complicated. They think, yeah. I but also, like, it, it, it makes it easier for if, like, if 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 there was, you know, like uh, a teacher out there or somebody, you know, like there was like thousands and hundreds of thousands of teachers that were just saying. Be a poet. This is so easy and fun. You know, <clears throat> there would be a lot of poets out there, and that would be easy and fun. There would everybody be an awesome poet and blah, blah, blah. But, like, that would be, you know, uh, harder for the world, the machine world or whatever. You know, if everybody's, like, dancing around, having a great time writing poems about how beautiful everything is, that's kind of, you know, how, you know, People, you know what I'm saying? It's like uh, yeah, nobody punched punched the time clock on time this morning. What the hell? Yeah, exactly. The clock, yeah. yeah, the clock and the and the whole world would would would, would you know to 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 people's thoughts. But I don't really I don't really think that way. I think if it was that way, everything would be a lot easier and a lot more loving, and everybody, you know, nobody would be like, you know, if somebody was depressed, you'd just be like, hey man, I'm sad, and somebody'd be like. Hey, I love you. Like, okay, I'm not sad anymore. Like, the world would just be a lot simpler place for everybody all the time. I honestly think way more things would get done. Because if you, oh, if you totally. consider, if you consider, okay, we, we talk about society and how we need to have productive members of society, okay? But we've got all these people in society who are sick, overstressed, disabled, um, you know, I mean, depression apparently is a disease, and you can actually get disability in Canada. And I'm not sure about the states, but I'm pretty sure in the well, states, I think so. any emotional disorder you can get, you can get time off, and you don't have to work, and the government will pay your bills. Okay, so here's here's my thinking on that. Now, if you had a whole bunch of mentally, emotionally, and physically healthy people running around the planet, bored out of their minds. Some of them would want to grow food just because they had nothing better to do. Some of them would want to make music. Some of them would want to create art. Some of them would want to turn art into housing. Someone, some of them would want to turn, you know, the interior of the house into an artistic expression of, I don't know, the sunshine that they saw that day. I, there's so many things that human beings in a healthy state want to do that there is no way that you can possibly ever convince me that if you could keep every human being on this planet healthy, happy, and balanced, that we would go to a standstill. 
And that seems to be their argument, that if we don't motivate people, if we let them do whatever they want, then nothing's going to get done. I think it's just the opposite. I think that if we tell them how awesome they are and just let them go do, then there will never be a person on this planet who has to do without. I I agree 100%. I gotta go there with you, sis. People think like the motivation way of like the stern father who's like doesn't like you, but then like you you know like you have a baseball game, you hit like three home runs, and and and, and you come home, and you want your dad to be proud of you, and he's like, son, I can't believe you missed that ground ball, you you know, you son of a jerk or whatever. Um, Screw you, dad. You know, <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that 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 makes the okay. Oh, I got to do better, and that only creates like chaos in the kid's head, and he's all messed up, and he's you know he's got uh, nothing I do is good enough. Da, 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 da. But you know, <clears throat> if you have the kids, you know, go out, have fun. You know, like I mean, that's a totally diff- different world and a different mindset and a different vibrational energy to have the kid who's just having fun, having a good time. And the dad loves him whether he. But, you know, however he does comparatively to the person who's just, you know, has to... I mean, that's why, like, um, <clears throat> like I made this uh, a comedy album called Failure. Um, that if uh, anybody wants it, they can get it on uh, Justin Blackburn as a comedy... JustinBlackburnComedyFailure.Bandcamp.com. And a lot of it, only half of it's online, because I can't figure out how to put the MP3, the other MP3s on it, but I'll figure that out at some point now. But uh, it's all about like kind of making fun of the the failure uh, aspect of the world. Like we're so obsessed with uh, at least the Western world, so obsessed with like uh, success and failure. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just such a we're so judgmental. Oh, that guy's a failure. Oh, you can't, you haven't done that. Oh, da da da. You know, and it's really hard on everybody's life. You know, we just make everything very hard on each other. Like, you can't be in our group. You haven't, you know, graduated with honors from whatever. You know, it's like, it's just so, you know, like, lawyers over here. Uh, and we're just, we're, we're just, there's just so many class systems. It's it's, it's just. Oh, you you're, know, you're not a member of Mensa? Really? Oh. Yeah. It's a dullard, are you? <laughs> I have an IQ of 150. What's yours? But the the thing that really, really kind of entertains me with that is that um, there's a lot of people out there with massively high IQs who would never, ever become an actual signed-up, card-carrying member of Mensa. Yeah. (laughs) Because their IQs have led them down paths where they just think it's a waste of time. Not much of a joiner, really. Yeah. No, I mean they're truly brilliant, out of the box thinkers like Einstein and um, come on, give me names, guys. There's so many of them. <laughs> oh, Edison and Tesla. Edison, Tesla, yeah. See, there Matt you go. Matt Damon. Oh, brilliant! What? <laughs> good old hunting, great movie. I mean, these these were the kind of people that would be like mental what? I'm sorry, I'm busy inventing electricity right now. You want me to sign what? It's just it doesn't fit in with that that kind of mentality. How can you confine yourself to a title or to a category and still be able to take your mind to such expansive heights? You're right. You can't. 
because you're so stuck in your ego. Your ego, the ego world is so – like when you do something <clears> – <throat> if you do something um, from a state of like just doing it, like you said earlier, just like, ah, I think I'm going to go have some fun right now. And you, All right, building a house, that's awesome, that's fun. Compared to, like, uh, to, to the person who's like, I'm going to build the best house in the world and, nah, 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 you know, I'm going to get my name on every block. I mean, that's just a totally different energy that you're throwing into the world and you're just creating such more chaos to, to, to uh, have people deal with. And in your own head, uh, working from that state of mind of like a, you know, the state of mind of like insecurity and just, the, we're just, we're just very ego-fueled and filled. And I, and I am too. And uh, I'm not saying that I'm not. And that happens to me at times, but I do my best to sort of like say, Okay, all right. That's 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 my ego talking. All right, all right. I'm just gonna, you know, give it its give it its space and its time, and you know, let it let it uh, understand that it, it it doesn't have to be this way if it doesn't want to be. But it that gives you a certain element of control, right? I mean, if you can actually recognize your ego when it pops up, because I I, I don't know anybody who can say I, they don't have an ego. I mean, I'd love to meet somebody who can come to me and say I don't have one. Well, well no, an ego I, is also no. very, like, it, only an ego can see an ego. Like, when you get to the state of mind where it's like there is no ego, it's all one, it's all love. You know, it's all divine, it's all perfection, so the ego is divine. So, like, you know, I can only, my like, eh. like if I'm like, oh, man, that person's so egoic. That's like my ego saying the person's egoic, because really the person's just being whatever. But, like, uh... But at the same time, you know, there's, I mean, on, you know, I think existence is on so many different levels. But on another, on another level, yeah, the ego is very much a part of like the ego is what keeps us all, you know, uh, boxed in. I would say. Well, isn't it, isn't it kind of part of the human experience? I mean, I know there's like um, thousands of light workers out there going, ah, what did she just say? What did she just say? I have to How keep my you? ego. Oh, ah. no. Um, oh yeah, the ego is great. It's, it's, but I'm I think not, it's, I think it's a it's a it's a vital part of the human experience. I, I mean, agree. you wouldn't really be a human being if you didn't have your ego. What would be the fun? I mean, without but, the ego, you wouldn't ever but you have, don't have to anything let it drive. any challenge to overcome. I mean, honestly, from my perspective, that would be pretty cool. Not to have any challenge to overcome. To just be feel, you know, I mean, it, challenges are fun and they're great, but I would say it would be pretty cool to just, you know, not have any, you know, just walk, wake up and go, hey, what's going on? All right. Today's going to be great. No challenges to overcome. Awesome. I, mean, I think that would <laughs> well, be pretty cool. certainly no problems to solve, but challenges to overcome might be cool because, you know, be I've, I pack up some random humans and throw them on the beach, all expenses paid, you know. Down at one of these club feds or meds or yeah, dreads, whatever weeks. it is. Absolutely nothing to do. And you just on go lay on the beach and, and see how long they last without yeah. going makey. First afternoon, they'll be like, "You got tours? I'm gonna climb that rock over there." What? It... <laughs> Something. <laughs> Can I fall off the rock? I don't know. <laughs> it's um, you know, I mean, even even just the simplest act of, of building a sandcastle just to see the ocean knock it down so that you can build a new one. Yeah, but it doesn't have to be such a 
urgent thing, and oh, their sandcastle is bigger than mine. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. Janet says Gilligan's Island. She'll make the coconut pies. Oh, yeah. that was a really great word. Urgency. Yeah, because there's a lot of urgency in the ego. Very much so. And get this done before I die. That's right. That's right. Anymore. Ah. If I'm gonna do this, I gotta do it fast so I can go back into my little corner where I'm safe. No one can see me. I'm hiding. Hello. Yeah, I'm in the ego. Hello. All right, I'll give the ego this voice to make it a friend. Hey, I'm the ego. How's it going? <laughs> I just, I just want to belong like all you guys. Is that okay? Let's just be friends. Ah, uh, like you've touched that. on Does something the ego, right there. The ego sounds too sexy. You're gonna to have to change that voice. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> uh, the ego is pretty sexy, though. Can be. <laughs> yeah. Sexy ego. Hmm. Yeah, and again, thousands of light workers everywhere are going, no! Ah, what did they say? <laughs> but we also have some that are going, woo! Yeah, absolutely. Well, absolutely. and it's, it, uh, to me, it ought to be a huge relief for everybody <laughs> to find out, finally, that you don't actually get rid of your ego. You can <coughs> keep it. Oh, oh wow. Sorry. I'm you okay? Yeah. <clears throat> Something blew up. Was it your face? <laughs> My ego rebelling. No, I coughed when I said a joke. Beautiful, wonderful ego. Beautiful, wonderful ego. So tell me, um, friend, before we go to music break, do you have a favorite poem? Um, I have poems that I that I like um, that I could share. I don't know if I have have a favorite. Uh-huh. All right. Well, why don't you contemplate that while we take a quick music break? I mean, I, and when you okay. Can uh, read us a little bit of your poetry. That would be fabulous. Thank you so much. That'd be awesome. Rick, play us the song, dude. What do you got? Oh, uh, okay. Well, um, where did this yeah, song go? I might have some Whitney Houston. Uh, little tribute to a fallen hero. Yeah, to a fallen uh, exactly. Love you, artist. Whitney Houston. And uh, the song is I Will Always Love You. And when I posted it to my page that day, I just put, we'll always love you too. And always remember you at your best. Uh, Bloody fitting on Valentine's Day, I would think. I think so. And, um, you know, just for the uh, eagles, legal eagles that might run around. This is copyrighted work and we're playing it as a tribute to the artist at her death. We will not be playing it again. If you'd like your copyrighted material removed from this recording, please contact us at pr at everydayconnection.me. And, and if you want me to give you $5, Justin yeah. Blackburn111 at yahoo.com, I will, give you, I will send you $5. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll match that. So $10. Ten bucks. Uh, that stops right there. That stops. 10 bucks. All right, I'm off the hook. Yeah, <laughs> it's good to be a girl. I'm just saying. Whitney, we love you. All right, folks. See you on the other side, sister. In about uh, four and a half minutes. Stay with us. Oh, no, we're all going to die in four and a half minutes. (laughs) If I should stay, I would only be in your way. 
go, but I know I'll think of you every step of the way. And I
Wow. All right, then. What an amazing instrument. And, uh... Yeah, there is that. Interesting for me, because she and I are the same age. She died at, dead at 48. I'm alive at 48, just turned 49, I guess, January. But, um... There was a time. You really shouldn't be alive, though, so... There was a time, B.C., when it was really, really hard to try to fit in and be a member of society and yet know what I know and what we know. All right. I mean, I can can see it now. Uh, You're going to get up tomorrow, Justin, and put on a suit and tie and go to work at the bank? Or any other desk job? I was actually kind of hoping he'd open up promotions and marketing business for authors. Because um, then, you know, I could just call him up and say, hey, bud, uh, you want to do a little pro bono work? <laughs> well. Just saying. Yeah, I can do that. Not that we'd ever lean on a guest for favors. No. Goodness gracious. That would be so wrong. So, Why would that be wrong? <laughs> I I was going to say, I hope it's not, because we have done it. <clears throat> we don't lean on anybody, but we have asked. Never know until you ask. Exactly. True, true, true. true. So, you know, it's Valentine's Day, and um, i got to say, because I can get away with stuff like this, because I'm the girl on the show. <laughs> Again, you long-haired hottie, you. Give me a poem. Give me your best Valentine's Day. I want to rock your world poem. Um. Okay, I have one called. Um, I can do a, a Valentine's Day like love poem. Yay! Okay. Um. This is called uh, Spiritual Soulmate. Okay, ladies, listen up. I want to pray with you in the heart, in the immaculate heart of Mother Mary. I want to be telepathic with you, a cruise ship of your skin on an ocean of my blood. I want to follow your kindness into the temple of your intuition and give infinite blessings to Mother Earth. I want to hear you sing off-key in an apple orchard, watch waves of love take me in the spirit of your kitchen. I want to express my desire for world peace in the one place everyone can hear it, your soul. I want to cuddle with your dreams, make you love your tired body. I want angels to marry us in the trust of now. I want to be your angel. A guitar forever tuned to twilight. I want to know why I am so beautiful standing next to you. I want to bring my pictures to your altar, wash your feet with my hair. I want to I want to feel you free in the sweet holy ocean of energy glowing across the imaginary memory of my emotional body. I want to be the one you love. Travel through Mary Magdalene country hand in hand. I want you to laugh at me for still being alive. I want to feel the insides of your touch reinvent rock and roll. I want to sleep with you in the lilies. Love purely our entire eternal soul family. I want to let go of all my silly dreams and watch the wind blow you back to me. I want to embrace the world running away. Thank ourselves for for remembering our souls. I want to dance beneath the daring darling stars with just my heart and watch my eyes become the sea. I want to never again have to believe. I want to be 
the process of remembering compassion has brought me to your kitchen to dance. Will you take my hand? Wow. I like it. I was going to say, how's that hit you? I like it. <laughs> I do. All right, now I, I can do a, this, this is a love poem for the self. Cool. Very cool. This is called Be Full, Be full of Yourself. <clears throat> Be full of yourself. You are perfect. You are divine. You are made of love. You are born of light. Anytime, anyone, anywhere disagrees, get quiet as air. Face the silence. Open your arms to the breeze. Protest back if that is what you need. But a better time is always had closing your eyes and drifting off to sleep. Be full of yourself. Self-fulfillment, God takes care of herself, self-sustained, self-enjoyment. It is okay to let others see how special you are. You can't be poor enough to make someone else rich. It is all right to know yourself as God knows you. You can't be depressed enough to make someone else happy. It is great to give yourself the love you deserve. You can't be sick enough to make someone else well. It is just fine to shine your light upon the earth. Why let others keep you from your light with their hell? Remember the man on the throne is crying all alone, but is only in need of himself. Be full of yourself. You are a lover. You are a giver. You are a winner. Buy yourself a pretty dress. Drive on down to the beach. Dance yourself out in the wet moonlight beyond the reach of any touch that doesn't leave you feeling love. Take your mind straight to your soul and fill up before you are told who you are and you believe it because you forgot you are love. Be full of yourself. Don't ever worry. You have yourself. You can do anything. All you need to do is realize you can. Remember it. Breathe it. Radiate it. Be it. I am that I am. You are the harmony you came to earth to experience. You are the place where all possibility, dreams, galaxies, planets, stars, all hold themselves deep within you. Congratulate yourself and allow yourself to receive the unconditional love you breathe. Well, that was fun. No, that's a fun one. I like that one. Okay, so let's get down to the, the story behind the poems because I want to talk about the art and the creation of the art, not just, just about um, the expression of the art. So... Uh, we'll go to the first one. Where'd that come from, and um, what transpired to motivate you to create that? Did she have a name? Um, she had two names. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. Uh, you don't have to give deeds. Just curious. I mean, I can't. I mean, I don't. It's not really. Uh, you know, that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, I just, just, um, you, I fall in love, and, uh, when I do that, I get really intense at times, very, uh, when I, you know, when I do it sort of, uh, I don't want to say the word un, it's a, it's a word ungroundedly, but, um, uh, when I do it, uh, you know, just with, uh, real intensely, um, you know, that's, that's, um, uh, I think it's an artist thing, hun, I think we do everything Full tilt, all passion. Yeah, so that Including was one of the, that, that spiritual. You know what you want. What do you What do you want? I think it's really important. I'm learning more about the universe. You gotta, 
to get what you want, you got to say, I want this, and you got to pull it in. And that's that, that's kind of what that poem's about. All right. Now, what about that self-love poem? Um, it's funny. It's like um, just taking something and, you know, people will be like, you're full of yourself. And the poem's saying, be full of yourself because you're perfect. So, like, when you're when you're really full of yourself, when you're full of your love, your light, your beauty, you're full of yourself, and that's awesome, you know? Be full of yourself. I am full of myself. You're full of yourself. All right, thank you. Because you're, you're full of light. You're full of love. Because that's who you are at yourself. So that's just what that's about. It's just about, like, you know, being full of yourself. And it's quite simple. I don't the the poems are kind of try try to make it so you know they kind of write them. You know, I want to make it simple and easy for everybody. Yeah, kind of the opposite of the, being full of yourself's gotten a bad name. There's an education thing again and society thing. Education. <laughs> uh, it gets it gives me chills. Not the good kind, the clammy kind. Yeah. But um. But they they do they give that a bad name they they equate being full of yourself with being selfish and I don't see the relationship. In fact, I, I mean, think, and in some senses, selfish is really great. Yeah, be selfish. You know, I mean, like if somebody's like, uh, you know, wants you to do something outrageous, you know, you don't really feel like doing, and then like, you're selfish. Like, yeah, I am. You know, you're right. I'm pretty selfish. Sometimes, you know, if I don't, I don't want to do that, so yeah, you want me yeah, to I do mean, something outrageous? I, I'm not going to war for you. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, everything's such a everything's so like when you get into that world of um, uh, finger pointing and name calling, it's so easy to you know you twist it. You can twist anything around and make anything whatever you want it to be. You know, so that and, and that's kind of also what that poem's about. Just like uh, when you're full of yourself, you don't you know you know that like you're 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 safe within yourself, so you know that. Uh, whatever anybody's saying is, you know, sort of just what they're saying. It doesn't really. It's not saying you ignore it or, or say it's dumb. It's just, you know, it's just what somebody's saying. You don't have to attach yourself to anything anybody else is saying. And I think I think that's something that I'm, you know, learning. I think it's very easy for me to sort of, um, you know, maybe get too caught up in other people's things sometimes. And, uh, you know, it's wanting to. There's this part of me, like, uh, I worked as an intuitive healer for a couple of years in, um, at this place uh, called Kima Healing Arts Center. And I would be, you know, as a heal, like, quote-unquote healer, uh, I sometimes I think I, 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 you know, get caught up in other people's stuff maybe too much. That's just the thought that I had right now, so. I don't know. Yeah, good thought. I think people do get too hung up on the whole um, on the whole worrying about loving themselves thing. It really kind of confuses me to think that we live in a world where it's not okay to think that humans are awesome. Yeah. Yes. I mean, because humans are awesome. They're inventive. They're innovative. Um, they're entertaining. They're fun. They're quirky. They're creative. They're loving. They're, they're compassionate. Beautiful. 
they're yeah, they're really just overall amazing creatures. Awesome. It awesome. Yeah. Human beings are awesome. So it confuses me to live in a world where we are told that certain elements of human nature make us not so awesome. And I just don't get that because I think that it's the whole experience that makes us awesome. You're right, yeah. I think a lot of that has to do with, like, the Bible, uh, like a Christian world where, you know, we misinterpreted the Bible pretty intensely. Or, okay, maybe we, we, we put our own spin on it. And, like, growing up as a sinner, you know, uh, people who, you're a sinner. You know, that's a sin. Sin, sin, sin. And that, that gets into our heads that, you know, I'll never be perfect humans, you know. Uh, I'm a sinner. I just had a thought about, uh, you know, seeing my aunt naked, oh no God, I'm going to hell. You know, like you get you have those, you know. I'm I'm not perfect. I I uh didn't tip the waiter no, I don't know. You know, you little <sighs> things and we 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 blow them up and we think that we're sinners and we're these bad people and you know, and then somebody else comes along and is like, Hey, I'm I'm doing really great and you're like, Ah, you you're full of yourself, you egotistical bastard you know. It's just it's just the the confusion and hilarity of the of the us. It is it is confusing and it can be very confusing. Um I we we were watching something on we we stream documentaries on the internet because we don't have cable. Um and and the conversation came up about not having cable because the documentary was on social media and and all that stuff and we were talking about the fact that we don't have cable and and to be quite honest it's it's a money issue with us and neither of us are are making a large amount of money right at the moment and he's in school and I'm pursuing my career as an author self-published and and an artist and British host and movie making and all this stuff is expensive and I'm I'm a single mom we're you know, we're we're struggling a little bit, but who isn't in this day and age? And we were talking about not having cable. And people seem to think that to say, I don't have cable or I don't watch TV is a pretentious statement. Um, and I get a real kick out of that. <laughs> yeah, they think you're uppity. Yeah. Um, I sold both of my televisions because I don't have TV cable anymore, so why would I have a television? And... A friend offered to give me a television. She said, I got a television I'm going to give you because you don't have a TV. And I said, I sold my TVs on purpose. <laughs> and he just oh. looked at me like, oh, oh my God. You should be like, all right, I'll take it and sell it. And they, well, well I thought about thing, that. Right? <laughs> Look, like they think it's, they think it's this, this you saying that you're better than them because you don't watch TV. And it's like, dude, you know, if, that, if you really have to question your worth, on the whole watching the TV thing, um, or your self-worth and um, the the who and what of, of what you are centers around if you're watching TV or how much TV you're watching or what you're watching on TV. Wow, that's, I mean, I'm not going to say it's wrong or right, but it's rather fascinating. <laughs> Just a little giggle because it's fascinating. There's that spot yeah. eyebrow going up. I'm fascinated. It's definitely interesting what we, um, you know, judge our lives by. 
and it's a it, it it's it's amazing to me with how deeply ingrained it sort of was in society. It's amazing to me that anybody got out, and yet here you are at twenty eight, you know, twenty something. We got a thirty something and a forty something, and we're all in here having kind of remembered that. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> It, it doesn't have to be like that. Can be, you know. Y'all go over there and play and do your thing. That's what you want to do. But I don't that's have a, to. That's a very beautiful point, man. Yeah. It's you know great. what you're doing doesn't have to do anything to me. You know, really doesn't have anything to do with me. And the funny thing about that whole thing is that I get a kick out of the fact that I mean, if you really look at some of the the big movies and some of the TV shows and um, some of the things that mainstream media has brought us. There's a lot of really positive messages in that. I mean, if you're really if you're really paying attention. So, how saying I don't watch TV is in any way um, holistic or pretentious or I I mean confuse I just it throw up my hands and go ha! <laughs> okay sure. Make me um, wanna we, holla. Maybe we we live in such a kooky world. Do you have a poem about kooky worlds? Um, y- yeah. Cool. I do actually. All right, can we whip that one? Yeah, I mean, I have, I have tons of. Them I was gonna say, that. I bet he's got more than one. He's been living <laughs> here twenty-eight years. That's a lot of poems. Um, so one like, that I thought of is, um, it's very um, foul. I don't know if that is a, uh, you know, a thing that you guys are uh, for or against. Um, it's very foul. You know, earlier I said the the, the A word. Ah. You... That's okay. No, no, go for it. It's go okay. for it. It's we'll just right. put a disclaimer on the, a little warning on the thing. Say yeah. what you want. Yeah, go okay. for it. All right. It's called Come Sluts Get Fucked. <clears throat> Come, sluts, get fucked. Believe the television... I have to do different voices. Come, sluts, get fucked. Believe the TV personality advertisements. This is the best deal you will ever receive. Buy now what they tell us as uncontrollable truth. Love is a mean old molester on a moped, a god from hell who can't think for himself, who thinks with his dick, so eat the shit that makes your brainwashed belly swell and the slimy, gooey fat in your heart stick. Do not say maybe or ask why. You are a slave to this contrived society. Take an audience vote to see what you possess inside, to know what you think about life, to get you in good with all the lies of the Hollywood whore. Come on, slut, eat more of anything that makes your ass fat want to get slapped and your pussy stink sing. The more dick you suck, the more food you eat, the more shit you take, the more jobs the economy can create. Look around, for God's sakes, you slut, we're in a recession. They want you to believe you were born imperfect, a sinner, a faggot, a flea. Well, fuck yeah, you agree. Let's swallow mountains of our own goddamn cum and rob ourselves of our own dollar-mount identities until vanity is our only real obsession. 
Come on, slut, we're way too sexy to ever be forgiven. Let's come together and feel the separation from our source, the separation worse than the heat, the separation that screams flowers in the face of our women, the separation that makes us want to eat. Life is ugly, fucked, and crazy, and, and all we can do is fear it. We have no control over what is happening to us. We are totally justified in our hatred, pain, guilt, bitterness, lifelessness, and lust. So let's join hands together and suffer soft and brilliant. Let's murder our mothers, take our heartache and holes, and fill them with drugs, sex, violence, illusions, problems, and resilience. We know who we are, goddammit. We are fat, lazy, overworked, underpaid, apathetic, stupid, miserable, murderous, vengeful, pointless, coincidental characters in some dead dick's cliched play who lost his prescription to Viagra. We are nothing but shit and dust, so open your cunt and get fucked. Pour another beer down your throat. See if you can't make your subconscious explode. See if you can't die another fuck slut suffocated by the hands of her own heavy load. Seems happy. <laughs> yeah, no, I really am. We could do a whole Absolutely. week of Coffee with Source with Justin just reading we his could, We could just hand him over the title and let him run with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we uh, for a brief period, did a morning show called Coffee with Source, and we got on ranted about what was in the news. <sighs> what was the most common thing that you said during Coffee with Source, Gene? Really, people? Come on now. Something like that? Come on, people. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Bullshit. It's all bullshit. <laughs> you all need to get your head out of your asses. It's bullshit. But this is not coffee with source. This is everyday connection. <laughs> it is. It is. But um, but it's you know what? I could just see George Carlin smiling down and thinking, Yeah. Get him. <laughs> well, it was. It, it's a, it, it, it's a sad but but uh, profound commentary on what's going on around here. It's truth. And that's the thing, you know, people need to hear it, whether they like it or not. And sometimes we try to put it in a, you know, I mean, a more polite way. But sometimes politeness does not get through to people. Uh, uh, oh, politeness. Oh, don't. Uh, oh. It just doesn't. And I think it's brilliant. I really do. It's truth. Yes. It's truth. It's pure. It's honest. And um, honest, yeah. raw, and the experience of that is pretty on, pretty honest and raw when you get stuck in the middle of it. You know, wake up one more day and be a cog in society where they put you. I mean, that to me is what the education system does. I I had a recruiter tell me one time, I don't so much care what kind of college degree you've got, just that you got one, because we're going to tell you to forget all that anyway. Uh, but I need to know that you're trainable and you'll sit still for four years doing something you don't like. Exactly. That's why they created school in the in the first place. Yeah, I mean, he that a recruiter literally said, "That's all we're looking for." What a, yeah. an admission of truth. Yeah, I, really. Uh, people. I have this poem here that uh, is it's all about unbrainwashing. It's called "Unlearning Hitlerature." Oh, it's, cool. Uh, we're gonna have to hear uh, that one too. Um, you want me to go ahead and go now? Is that okay? Oh yeah, fire one ready. All right, awesome. It's just what think. we're talking about. All right, uh, unlearning Hitlerature. Jobs are for rednecks. College is for cutie pies. Money is impotent. Problems are lies. All people are lovable. Judgments disguise. All people are suicidal. Stupidity tries. Getting offended is awesome. 
Feeling embarrassed is sweet. It is as easy said as done. Anything is impossible. I am an idiot. Great minds don't think. Your God is whatever you want your God to be. Politicians are the most popular porn stars. Death is a disease. Knowledge knows nothing. Perception is everything. Aliens are everywhere. Everyone has angels. Every pun is intended. Every thought is infinite. The world needs all our flowers. It's punk as fuck to love everyone. The depth of our natural beings can drown any shallow story. Some lesbians don't need to use dildos. It's so far out, the way out is in. White is the darkest color. Everyone normal is insane. Everything works out perfectly. Testicles are beautiful. Compassion is key. Emotional attachment is murder. There is no road less traveled. Every out is the easiest. Everything you look down on, you will fall into. Everything you fear will be the reason for your death. What was that, Jane? Woohoo? <laughs> All capitals in the chat room, woohoo? Oh, what, do you, what do you say after that? Well, I mean, we could have held that for the end and then just wrap the show with that one. Oh, there's more. I, oh, I bet. I feel certain. But <laughs> something tells me he just keeps. But that going. does come with the a little bit of the off factor at the end. You're like, oh, what? Wait, I. Wow, you know. It's one of, you know. It's one of those situations. Part of the magic where, of poetry to me. Uh oh, situations well, come. Yeah, well, you get these. You get these awesome guests on. We get these awesome guests on, right? And we get to ask them about their life stories, and we get to ask them about their Lucky. feelings and and all their their stuff. And then you get a poet on, and their life story and their feelings and their emotion, the very core of their being, is in their poetry. So you don't really have to ask them anything. Just let them read their shit. And Absolutely. And to me, it's because, you know, like I said, it's the conveying of emotion in short, concise lines. Uh, Emotions vibration. And if you've got the vibration in you, and we all have that love vibration going, then when he vibrates, that vibrates over here, you know? And, uh, man... Hit literature. Hit, li- <laughs> hit literature. I'd, I'd have to work on that one for a minute, even in a talk box like me. Awesome stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, we could we could stop all these seminars on how to get enlightened. We'd just take everybody out to the bar and have open mic night for... Mm. Not open mic night, just a night. They all go home, wake up in the morning. <laughs> be fine. Well, after the aspirin, maybe. Be fine. I really think that, I mean, when it comes down to if you're going to find somebody to uh, save the world, it's going to be the comedy, the comedy. Yep, there's that wine before showtime on Valentine's Day. Um, It's going to be the comedians, the poets and the artists and the musicians because they just don't, there's no holds barred. There. They don't think outside the box. They're like, dude, there's a box? What there's box? a box? <laughs> Where's a What's box? Talking about? What's this box thing? <laughs> I came in a balloon. <laughs> I'm going to click my heels together get this over with. Wow, you're weird. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Okay, so where do we go from here, Justin? I'm going to give you really honestly the power to read whatever you want tonight you got a message to tell the world and you do it through your poetry just spew it 
right, this is called Everyone is a Dreamer in this Mirror. <clears throat> Everyone is a dreamer in this mirror. All the stars point in every direction. Shine for anyone who notices. If you are happy and you smile, the mirror happily smiles you. If you are scared in your dream, you dream yourself into a nightmare. There are no thoughts or emotions out there, only what you choose to place upon it. For all form is completely formless, formless, but I sure do think you look cute in your purple bonnet. You might think you are a big deal, but to the mirror, you are only staring at yourself. You might even think you are real, but you are simply dreaming like everyone else. Dreams won't make you beautiful, only beauty will. The mirror does not make you ugly, only the way you feel. Perception is everything. You are simply looking into your own projection. Your mind is made up of nothing but other people's impressions. How do you perceive yourself? Well, boys and girls, that is how you see everyone else and all the rest of the world. You are everything and nothing and not even that, all at the exact same time. You are infinity, experiencing itself through limited mind. Infinity, experiencing itself through limited mind. Again, what's there to discuss? Yeah, it's... (laughs) Next? Oh. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. We're getting on towards uh, 8.12. Why don't you uh, why don't you slam us with one more? We'll take a little break. Then we want to be sure and tell them all the fine places they can find you on the web, and and then hear a couple more. What do you think, Jane? Absolutely. All right, you said slam us, and this is what I this is the poem that was uh, come to uh, mind. That, that was I was passing when you said slam us, and it's called we all take it up the ass. <clears throat> we all take it up the ass. Each one of us eats shit. We all smoke crack. Each one of us sucks dick. We all live in a mansion. Each one of us drives a new sports car. We all fuck our sisters. Each one of us is a goddamn movie star. We all feel happy when we smile. Each one of us wants to fuck each other. We all look good when we're all dolled up. Each one of us has a goddamn mother. No one is better than you. Each one of us gets to feel. You are better than no one. Neither one of us is real. Wow. Neither it's one of us so is true. Here. It is. It, yeah, it is. <laughs> what do you... It's the beauty of it. It's true. You say truth and, you know, this is where we need all the little icons to put in chat of clapping because... Yay! What do you we do? We need a soundtrack for <laughs> applause. I could probably <laughs> find something, but, it, wow, how cheesy. Maybe we should get oh, some cheesiness. It would be fun. Yeah, cheesiness is great. Cheesiness is entertaining. It it can be fun. We could be the cheesy everyday connection. Okay. Well, why don't we play um, a Jordan about not knowing what the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Seems fitting with what we're talking about. So we'll just take a short break, folks, and uh, we'll be right back with uh, more of Justin Blackburn. This is Jordan Okren. Your head is spinning now 
with what the future brings. Asking the question, so what is my path? Well, looking for security, but you don't know where it's at, and so you don't know what you're supposed to do, and yeah, you don't know. Oh, you can't predict the news, and so you don't know where you're gonna be, and yeah, you don't know. You have to wait and see. Jordan Ocran. And we love him. We love him. Let's us play his music. It's good music. So, <clears throat> guests in the chat room are wanting to catch up, need to have an extra drink. They, they're afraid. <laughs> uh, it does. It helps the truth go down a little sometimes. Um, 
it's such a it's such a different delivery than usual. But if you if you think about it, and here's here's what's interesting about it is that um, the wording might be different, but the bloody message is still the, still the same. Oh, and that's identical. the thing that people have to understand. Yeah. Um, and, and and come on, people, we, you know, I I'm always had this argument, not argument, but this point of view when I talked with my wife about our daughter is you know look. I am telling you that she has heard more on her own than what you could ever let slip. So just get over it. People yeah. talk that way. People, We do talk that way often when we talk amongst ourselves. And aren't we talking amongst ourselves? Who else is we, here? Somebody we here? Do. I'm so famous for dropping the F-bomb. I drop the F-bomb all the and time. Now, somebody registered this show as a PG show, so I'm prone to not drop the F-bomb, especially when occasionally we have guests like Dr. Walls on um, and, you know, R.C. Mallory from the Philippines and stuff like that. But every once in a while, um, I think that people... I do have to, the ability to change the rating of any individual show, too. And we really ought to do that sometimes. But I think the point is, is that this message is so bloody important and people need to hear it on such a massive scale that there needs to be every kind of messenger out there that you can think of. Right? See, that's from... why, like... Oh, sorry. No, no, carry on. Jump in. Oh, I was going to say that's why, um, like, a lot of people are afraid of language or it, it does something to them. But it's, uh, um, like, there's also a lot of beautiful, wonderful people in the world who are really bitter and really, uh, you know, uh, angry. And they use that kind of language all the time. And if I read one of their poems in front of them, like one of them, because I, mean, I also have a lot of positive love poems, but I just felt drawn to share these. But, um, the, like, uh, not that one's better than the other, but, like, if I say, like, you know, if, if I'm delivering a poem and somebody's like, ah, oh, poetry's for fags or something like that, and then I hear I write a poem called, uh, you know, uh, whatever, uh, come sluts, get fucked. They're like, what? They stop and they listen. And then, or if I if I say, you know, if I have a poem, uh, you know, we all take it up the ass. They're like, whoa, okay, I'll listen to this. It's got, you know, it says profanity into it. And and that, and, uh, and I'm not writing for that because I speak in these words all the time. And I think that everything's God, everything's part of the oneness. So I'm not going to, you know, and, and all these things are happening in the universe. And, uh, but... But like uh, you want, I want to reach everyone. Like this book I wrote called "The Upper Middle Class: Suburban White Boy and Lightning Guru Blues," which I'm trying to get, continuing to get published, is uh, has a lot of that in there. You know, it's very, it's very raw and sort of profane, profane, but also very beautiful. And uh, like, there's a part where he goes to the, uh, he sees a girl where he, um, he sees this girl that he went to, to went to school with, and she's addicted to crack, and he takes her to buy her crack. And uh, while he's buying her crack, he's praying for the he's praying over the crack rock as they smoke it. And then he tells the dealer he's got a uh, message from Archangel Michael, and it, uh, he's always going to be safe no matter what, and God loves him. And the dealer starts crying, and he's like, "Oh, my mom loved, told me that Archangel Michael was always going to be watching out for me." And it's like uh, it's kind of like just having every part of the world because the only way for us to come together in oneness is to bring everyone together. So that means all the stuff that we think is, like, sick and gross and scary and, and uh, you know, oh, I don't want to have that thought. 
but it's all part of it. So if you ignore that, you're leaving this out, and that only creates more separation. And this is why I have Absolutely. so much appreciation for your delivery and for the fact that you, you know, I mean, you, it's Valentine's Day, so you could have gone the sweet romantic mushi. Um, I started there. Yeah, yeah, you started there, okay. And, and you, you, that's you all could have okay too. Carried that through, and that's awesome. But you open up the doorway for a valid conversation on, you know, the expansion of understanding because it's all like you said, it's all, all it. That's all there is. It's all. Um, you can't look at one thing and say that that is a good thing and then look at another thing and tell me that that's not of God. I, exactly. I don't buy it. I don't yeah. buy it. There's only How one, can one creator. How one thing be another thing couldn't be? You can't sit there, there like, you can't. God, there, oh, God created the sunset. God didn't well, it, create the, the shit that comes out of the dog. Oh, not at all. It's just it's just so much crap. It's just, you know, the whole the, like the whole devil thing. The only thing the devil is good for is for giving human beings excuses to not exactly. take on the responsibility themselves. And that's the honest or, truth. Or because a boogeyman really to look think, out for while they follow our rules that we get. Well, it's just it, it it's oh, so good point. Yeah. it's so ridiculous that you could think that this we're taught that this massive, you know, omnipotent, powerful creator being could could create the universe and is is you know all powerful, and then you're going to tell me that, but you know the devil came along and screwed that all up. Well, really? God's, God's all really. Power. He's all love. God is love, right? They tell you that. They told me that at my church. God is all, and then they story. said that you know God's blowing people up, basically. You know, in the old days, they didn't fool around. God just struck people, you know? Yeah. God said to Abraham, kill me a son. Abe said, come on, you must be putting me on. God said, no. Abe said, what? Remember that? You you guys want to go on fast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. God said, you can do what you want, what you want, Abe, but the next time you see me coming, you better run. You know, destroyed whole, you know, peoples and flooded pieces, parted the sea and then dropped it in on other peoples. And so there must be... And really screwed up that poor Job guy. Even though Job, oh. you know... Oh, dude, Job. Job, 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 Job went got through it. Rude. Job But I mean, in the end, Job does, you know, but he I gotta, perseveres. I got to say, you know, you take a, a healthy dose of the truth and then weave around it some devils and some going to hell thing. And, uh, man, you can get some rules followed, you know. Exactly. And uh, if they don't believe they're going to hell, we'll just catch somebody that's doing something we don't like, and we'll burn them at the stake, and they'll know hell's real because we'll do it right in front of their face. That's the only exactly. hell we got It's that. But it um, it is open to such abuse, uh, you know. And uh, I've I've always said the secret, the beginning secret, the beginning foundation of any control system on an infinite being must be that there's a secret. That there is something that you don't know. And if you're an infinite being, how is there something you don't know? How is that possible? It's not possible. But that's the foundation of all these things. Is there something you don't know? I don't think so. No. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. (laughs) It's just... It's just, it's again, it's that, 
it's illogical. It's just not logical. It doesn't add up. It doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't jive. It doesn't vibrate. It it doesn't resonate. Give me, you know, the list of words can go on and on and on. I just say no. No. Bullshit. Yeah. Call it's BS the man again. And then we can all go sit around the fire and tell stories and have fun. Shenanigans. Yes. You okay, know. so we have to let this boy, gentleman, man, tell us another poem and tell us where, where people can oh, find tell, him. Tell us first where where we go. I've been putting your uh, website in the chat room, and I'll, of course it will be on the archive. But for our podcast listeners that may be away from the screen, where can they find uh, you, Justin? Um, well, uh, right now I am on, uh, I guess you can, if you have any, like, if you want to Yeah, like internet, like Justin Blackburn Loves You. Yeah, you, you can go there. Um, I, I'm getting all that, uh, stuff situated, uh, make it more clear. But I have a, uh, comedy album that you can listen to. It's called, uh, Failure. It's Justin Blackburn Comedy Failure.bandcamp.com. And, uh, you can listen to that there if you want. It's pretty funny. And uh, I noticed that I had this group with uh, a couple people on, uh, and somehow I got Facebook switched it to something else. I had a writing group called Justin Blackburn Writes Things Down, but it no longer exists, I guess, in that form that existed. Um, but yeah, that's, um, you know, Justin Blackburn, I'm on Facebook, you can be my friend, uh, you know. Got a YouTube channel, all that kind of stuff. We'll we'll definitely put uh, put links to all of those in there, but uh, you can probably find most of that at www.justinblackburnlovesyou.com. Uh, and yes, Justin Blackburn does love you, even though some of his poems are more edgy, gritty, pretty gritty. PG. I like I like me a little PG. Uh, okay, so you wanna um, you wanna poet us out. Yeah, so um, I was going to read, uh, can I read two more, or is that... Yeah, yeah. Okay. go for yeah, it. Yeah, carry on. We don't. When we you're don't done, set, we're done. We don't set the timeline so that it hangs up on us. We've got plenty of time. All right. Um, this is my last two. Uh, this one is for Michael Jackson. Uh, this is uh, also dedicated to Whitney Houston. But I wrote this for Michael Jackson when he died. It's called Poem for Michael Jackson. I called you to tell you you died, but your line was busy. Everyone was using your phone to call everyone else to tell them you died. I let the tears pour from my dreaming eyes and flew my unicorn into that great bakery in the sky. And there you were, eating a popsicle. Mike, I said, get back down there. They think you've died. What does that mean, you asked. I explained it to you in the only way I knew how, and you jumped into my arms, frantic with tears. A hundred years passed, and I said, Mike, I can't hold you for all eternity. Why not, you replied. I don't know. And uh, this last poem I'm going to read is go out on a sweet and loving note. It's called Flowers for Your Wife. Stand fully within yourself. Blow a kiss into the wind to let the universe know you know. You know 
you are perfectly taken care of once again. You are the founder of your existence. Every part of you is a gateway into the joyous appreciation of all that is. Let the universe know your desires so you can feel the universal bliss. Let the universe give you the peaceful patience acquired to fulfill your single shining star wish. You are an energetic vibration radiating the universe. A universe that does not judge or analyze. Simple. Simply gives you what you send out, what you feel, you believe, you deserve. If you feel dead inside, dear friend, rise out of yourself for what you choose to be internally is reflected out into your perception of reality. Remember, ask, and you shall receive. Are you ready to be the beauty of life you truly believe? The universe does not judge you, so to be with the universal peace, you must accept and drop all which you carry, that the universal love does not hold. Pain, fear, hatred, jealousy, greed, worry, let it all rock, let it all roll. Take it all back into your soul where the love flows beyond the minds of control. Liquid thoughts pour out of your mind to solidify what you experience, a world containing emotions, dreams, fears, paradoxes, and lessons. The more you refuse and harshly judge these visions, the longer you will continue guessing as to why you are alive. Take the calm, peaceful time to line the universe up to support your life. Let your life open you up to the majestic mysteries of the universe. You do not have to journey to the Holy Land to understand you are loved. All you have to do is rise above all problems and allow the universal mind to find the perfect solution, which is you. You spent the whole day being of service to the people of the universe, happy sharing your joy with the world and loving your life. Now the wind has blown money your way. Now you can buy flowers for your wife. Excellent. Big props going on in the chat room. I do want to thank everybody that joined us tonight. Uh, guest 9631. Phoenix is there in the chat room? Oh, yeah, that's you. <laughs> um, Bill and Janet, Leslie, and uh, Mrs. Dog Rescuer, glad that you joined us tonight. Uh, Thursday night, we'll be with Jason Anderson. We'll be talking about crystals and uh, wands mm -hmm. and, and stuff. Stuff. And, who knows? I mean, really, with Jason, who I'm looking, knows looking younger what and we're going to be talking about. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Thank you guys so much for letting me come on. This has been a really fun experience. You guys are both wonderful, beautiful people, and I'm glad that we got to share this time together. Thank you. Oh, you uh, were a ton of fun, honey. You. you can come back anytime you want. Oh, Absolutely. Because yeah. uh, that's what we like to do. It doesn't really matter what the subject is. We like to just sort of have a good time around the fire and chat about it, chat about how we can make it better. Always better possible, you know. So join us Thursday night. And uh, until then, stay connected. That's the one. Where's Thank the thing? Night, night, all. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me. And be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. 
Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.